I'm preaching and teaching. I got a bunch of stuff rolling on, on the inside of here, and I don't know how we're going to do all this, but we're going to get it done. Miracle. Self. We always have to deal with self. You wake up with self. We always have to deal with self, and self has to make a decision. You know what? I am not going to make that decision because that will be a wrong decision. So I'm going to put self down, and I'm going to love on God, and I'm going to follow God in this because now that way following self seems to be easier, but it won't bring right results. I'm going to follow God because God says to do it this way. And when you follow God that way, sometimes it rubs on your flesh like sandpaper, and you can smell it burn, baby, smell it burn but it'll bring the right result. It'll always bring the right. Now, up front, it doesn't seem like it, but on down the line, it's going to bring the right result. Well, we're talking about demonstration of the Spirit and a power, and, and, and I, 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 want to lead, I want to give you a few stories, just some stories, and then a, a, a teaching I hope to get into. But go to Hebrews 2. I've taught this here before, and I want to show you something. And um, we, we were, when I was pastoring, we had a lot of neat things happen in a 10-year period. And, uh, and I remember back here in 2001 of uh, February, and some of you were here then, most of you were not, and we had a three-day meeting go for five weeks. It was just one of the most, to this date, in 35 years of ministry, it has been the best experience I've ever been in in my entire life in ministry with what happened right here. It was and it's not because of me. I mean, I'm associated with it, but it's not because of me. But I, 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 when I got here, it was just, we just stepped into God. It, God was like, I'm going to move here. It's going to happen. I've stamped it already, and I just happened to be the guy to be here. Just stepped into God. That's all it was. And, man, what? I mean, three days that went on. The next week, then the next week, the next week. And we had, God, we had people getting saved, people getting filled with the Spirit. We had all kinds of healings, all kinds of healings. Couldn't keep up with them. And most of you probably know about uh, uh, Teresa who was healed blind. She's blind from a brain tumor. Well, you know, one of the one of the best miracles I've ever seen. And we had some ladies came that were from a Catholic background. They heard what was going on here. And a man and two ladies. It was just they were so fun, man. And they were like, you know, they came up for prayer and we got they got prayed for and they went out in the power of God, went out in the spirit. And I knew in my spirit that's the first time they experienced that. So when they got up, I said, Hey, have y'all ever experienced that before? No, no. I go, What do you think? Can you do that again? That was their answer. That was their answer. I go, well, I can't, but God can. And I remember one of the ladies we were teaching in the middle of the sermon, she goes, I can hear, I can hear. Y'all remember that? And she pulled out her ear thing madubers out, and she goes, I don't need these to hear anymore. Isn't that awesome? In, in the middle of the sermon, you see, to me, the greatest healings can happen while the word is being taught. We don't have to wait for hands to be laying upon me. It can, while the word's being taught, I can receive a miracle because the word has that kind of life and power. Well, all right, so we had, I don't know what year it was in pastoring, and uh, Ginger, who played, Ginger, who played our, our music, like Clayton's doing there, hit one note, and the presence of God, the glory of God, the light of God, the power of God just manifested. Chew just showed up. And I, I'm like, whoa, wow, man, this is awesome. This is awesome. And so we're just worshiping God. And everyone, you didn't have to tell somebody, hey, God's here. Everyone knew. So we're just worshiping God. 
I had my eyes closed. We're talking about now demonstrations of the gifts of the Spirit. Had my eyes closed, and, and, I, and with my eyes shut, when they would call to close vision maybe, I saw Jesus standing with, in the middle of my congregation with us as we were worshiping God. So I saw that. So we're all sitting up, you know, and, and I'm short. Hispanics are short, but Jesus is a little bit taller. He stood out. And we're, he was with us in the congregation worshiping God. And, man, I hit the floor. I boo-hoo, cried, cried, and boo-hooed. And I'm just thinking, man, Jesus, you show up to our church here in this little old town like this. You're so manifest. I'm so humbled. And it just it overwhelmed me. I was crying and crying and crying that he would show up like that. And I'm like, Lord. And the praise team were like, they didn't know what was going on with me. So they just kept playing. And thank God they did. They kept the music going. They're like, we know what's going on with Pastor. Well, they, they didn't. So then I get up and I said, y'all, let me tell you what I saw. And the Lord said, Any, now listen, the Lord said, anyone that has an ailment, have them stand up and lift their hands to me. So we had about 21 to 23 people stand up. They lift their hands. And I told them what was there, what was available, and to receive a healing for their ailment. And at the end of the service, says, how many of you that stood up have, have manifested, not by faith, but manifested, the, your, your healing has occurred in your body, and it was 100%. A demonstrates the Spirit. And it wasn't so much that we did anything, we just made ourselves available. We believed in it. We desired it. We wanted it. And then, then God just shows up. And so, and I remember, now, this, I was a young pastor. This is a big mistake. Because I, I, I got to praise him. Come on here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come, come, come here. In here. I said, whatever you wore, wear it again. <laughs> wear the same socks. Wear the same clothes. Whatever song. Ginger played the same song. Hit the same note. Now, I'm a young pastor, right? Man, it flopped. It was dead or doormail. It didn't happen. Because you can't put the Holy Ghost in a box. And I got, I got the praise team. Had him come back. Come on, come on, come on. So that's the next Sunday I go, well, I really messed up on that one, didn't I? That don't work. But the heart was right. So we, we, we learned, we learned, we learned. Now, so I, that Monday, I said, Lord, I just show me something really good out of your word. Show me something good out of the Bible. I just, you know, show me something. So I started reading Hebrews and go to Hebrews chapter 2 and go to verse 11. I've taught this here before. Hebrews 2, 11. For both he, that's Christ, who sanctifies or sets us apart, and those who are being sanctified, that's us that are being set apart, are all of one. All right, so Christ is one, we're one, he's the sanctifier, we're being sanctified, he's the head, we're the body, we're one. We're one with him, we're one with the head, okay? For which reason he's not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. Now watch this. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing praise to you. That's what I saw. I didn't see Jesus on a cloud, high and lifted up. Didn't see him on a throne. I saw him in my congregation as we were worshiping God. That's what I saw. And I got unglued when I saw that in the Bible. Now, what happened? Here's what happened. Our, our heart became one with the Father in Christ, worshiping spirit and truth, right? So we were elevated to the throne room of God. And then Christ came down to our church and it became, heaven and earth became one. 
And we got 100% healing in that, in that atmosphere. And it happened in worship. I love worship. I mean, worship gets me to a place, and I, I really enjoy it. I like it. And if someone can sing by the Spirit and play by the Spirit, man, it gets me into a realm I like. I, I like getting over there. And I told my praise team, I said, when you guys are singing and praising, I'm leaning. And my, my worship is going like, well, that don't seem fair. I go, what do you mean? Well, it puts pressure on me. Go get rid of the pressure, just worship God. But I'm leaning. I'm pulling on you guys. You, you remember, was it Elijah? I can't remember. Was it Elijah? And they, they, they were trying to get an answer, and, and he said, bring the minstrel to me. Because it's music that put that prophet into that realm. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I'm not saying I'm not a prophet. I'm just saying it puts us in that realm. Worship does that. And so there's the proof right there that there are times we can just worship God, and then we'll, we'll, we'll be, there'll be manifestations. I'll give you another story. I was in uh, uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico, and uh, we were doing a service there, uh, and, and it was really neat things happened, a lot of good things, and things, some, some miracles, and uh, we had a word for, for the pastor and operated that way. And at the end of the service, I was getting ready. I just felt like I needed to be prayed for. So I had the, the pastor came up and some of his elders, and they were going to pray for me, so I'm up on the, the, the stage there, the mic on and all that, and they're praying for me. And so I'm just yielding to the prayer. I'm yielding to the Spirit of God, and I went out. It, it was a yield. And so I'm laying there, and it felt like I had one foot in the Spirit, and one foot was down here in the world. I was in between worlds. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to wait right here because the Spirit's here. And I got one, one element in it, and one element's not. I'm just going to wait right here. I'm going to wait and just and let the Spirit become thank you, to take over. Couldn't find the word. Well, what happened was, now I got the mic on, and, and uh, all of a sudden, I began to speak authoritatively in other tongues. It was a native Indian language. I mean, it was, it was pretty weird. And the mic's on, and, and I, can hear my, I can hear myself. It, just, it came out of here, and I would just pray. And I can't do it right now. I'll pray in tongues. It won't be a native Indian. I can't do it. And I would, and I'd laugh. And I'd laugh. Come, come right down here and laugh. Just pray and laugh, pray and laugh, pray and laugh. And, and in my mind, I, I, could hear, I could hear the devil, the devil in thought. The devil said, you are out of your mind. Do you hear what you're saying? Because it was on the microphone. Everybody could hear it. I mean, it was loud. You, you hear what you're saying? You are out of your mind. And in my heart, I just went, man, no, I'm gonna, I don't care. I'm going to keep going with this thing. This is God. I'm going to stay with it. Well, then I switched over to chi some Chinese dialect. Man, you thought that native language was weird? You should have heard the Chinese coming out. It was freaky weird, man. I mean, this coming out, and I and, and then and I'd hear it, I'd hear it, and I'm and I'm just thinking, and the devil say, now listen to what you're saying, you are weird, dude. Listen, what's coming out? It, I mean, it sounded really, really different, Chinese dialect. And then so I got my eyes closed, and uh, and I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, and now this is the activity of God. We're talking about demonstrate the spirit and the power, and I saw a door open in heaven. Saw it, my eyes closed, saw the door open in heaven. 
And when I saw that, I'm praying, oh Lord, oh Lord, take me there. Take me there, Father. And, and the moment my spirit man went through the door, the, the manifested power of God manifested in my hands. Never did that before. Well, some, but that was then more regular. It did some, but not real regular. It, it, it just manifested. It was right there. The power of God, the healing anointing was right there in the palm of, of your hands. And so then I had the interpretation. And the interpretation was, this is where the greater miracles are, where the greater anointing, where the greater glory is. It's in this room. Now, I can't tell you I got all the answers because I don't have all the answers. And when I saw that, and I'm thinking, okay, scriptural, scriptural, scriptural. Is this scriptural? Is this scriptural? And the Bible says in Revelation, I think it's chapter 4, that John said, I, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I saw a door open in heaven, and a voice said, come up hither, and I'll show you things to come. And I go, okay, well then, all right, that, that's scriptural. I got that. And so it's just thing, it's a thing where I don't do it all the time, but but uh, quite a bit. It's like, okay, Lord, I, I'm, I'm going to, by faith, I'm going to walk up that staircase, I'm going to step through that door, and I'm going to step in your room. Lord, help me to see in that room. I've seen a few things before. But, you know, it's just, I mean, I want to see the room. I want to know the room. I want to be familiar with the room. Then when I step in it, I, I, I'm there. I'm comfortable. I know it. I see it. I've not got that far yet. All I know is that that's where we need to be. Now, I'm talking spiritually from the spirit realm. Now, if that doesn't happen, we still have the word of God. I can lay hands on people by faith. I can just believe the word of God. Whether there's no any, I love manifestation, but whether there is or not doesn't determine whether the word works or not. I can lay hands on people where there's no man. You could feel deader than a doornail, but lay hands on them in Jesus' name, it'll work. But I love the anointing. Now, that's a story. Just, I'm just sharing stories. Then I remember on one occasion where, for the first time I was pastoring, and, and I got on the bottom of my feet, my bottom of my feet started hurting. I'm like, now what's up with that? I'm, I'm 25, 26 years old. My, my feet don't hurt. Why are my feet hurting? Just, you know, we're worshiping God. Why are my feet? And it's like, this could be a word of knowledge. I've heard people say that they could sense that in their body this could be a word of knowledge. So I, I took a step of faith. I go, anyone here been hurting in your feet? And people came up and they got healed. And I went, wow, okay, Lord, I just learned something right there. So if I sense something in my body that's not normal, then that's you telling me someone's got that pain in their body. And so that was the first time I kind of had that operate. Well, what happened was, uh, give it two, three, four years in pastoring, I would rely on the anointing so much and the gift so much that, that uh, if I didn't get that uh, word of knowledge, the anointing, I'm sorry, the anointing could be there, but not the word of knowledge. I didn't act on it because a lot of times with the word of knowledge, where God reveals something, you can get an instant healing. And I was waiting on that. Well, then I was praying and the Lord said to me, he says, when you have that anointing, don't wait on the gifts of my spirit. If I don't speak something to you, just have everyone come up that has an ailment or body and just lay hands on them. Whether there's a word of knowledge or not, if you sense that anointing, you lay hands on everybody. 
And I'm like, wow, Lord, I wasn't doing that. I, the anointing would be there, but I wouldn't act on it because I'm waiting on a word and all. See, I was in error. Well, we're being taught. But now I want to show you something now that I just said that. Go, now go to Psalm 32. So is this okay, everybody? I'm just sharing stories, and then I hope to get, once again, I hope to get somewhere where I think we might go. I don't know. I don't know until I get behind this pulpit. Psalm 32, 8. This is a good scripture. It's something that you ought to take that you ought to uh, activate and be real to your life. Psalm 32, 8. When I was going to Bible school, a friend of mine gave me this scripture, and I went, wow, the Lord's been doing this. And I look, and I go, he's been doing this. Psalm 32, 8. Where God says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. I like that. Now, I know that people instruct us. We've been taught. That's why we go to Bible school. That's why we go to church. We be instructed. We're taught by the Holy Ghost. We're, uh, God has pastors, uh, uh, teachers. That's their gift is to teach. But it's by the Spirit, it's by the anointing of the Spirit of God. We learn that way, but also I'm instructed by God. I'm, have you ever heard a sermon, all of a sudden God goes, that's right, that's it right there. That's what I'm trying to show you right there. And you go, wow, that's what I've been praying about. That's my, anybody ever had that happen? That's God. Imagine going to God's Holy Ghost school. I'm not going to bring an apple. I'll, I'll bring something different. It's a joke. They all use the We don't know if it's an apple or not. Hey, you know, I got a thought for you. I'm convinced that in heaven there's going to be a, 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 a security guard squad there around Adam's house. Because people are going to say, what was you thinking, Adam? Just, just a thought. <laughs> of course, I'm joking. All right. So God will instruct us and teach us. Now, I've got, I've got another story for you, and we'll, we'll see if we can't move a little bit further on this thing. So we're talking about demonstrations of the Spirit and the power. I preach, 1 Thessalonians says, I, I teach, uh, I teach the, with the Holy Spirit. We teach with the Holy Spirit. For, let's go, let's see that one. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Most of you probably know it. Uh, 1 Thessalonians before 2nd, help you find it. You know how kind I am to do that for you. I do that a lot. Go to chapter 1 and look at verse 5, okay? 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. So, I mean, not only was there the power of the Spirit, Word, they, they knew the fruit of the men delivering the message. I won't get into that, but there's quite a bit that can be said on, on, on that. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter... Uh, Four, First Corinthians chapter four, verse twenty. First Corinthians chapter four, verse twenty. First Corinthians chapter four. Clayton, you doing okay? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm keeping you busy. I like it though. Okay, thank you. First Corinthians chapter four, verse twenty. For the kingdom of God is not in word, or not in word only, but in 
So let me ask you something. A church that just teaches the word only, is that enough? Not enough. But is a word, is there a church that just flows in the Holy Ghost alone? Is that enough? So we have to have the word, and that's why it's called a word spirit church. That's what this church is. It's a word spirit church. Word spirit church. And not everyone wants the spirit. Now I'm not talking about flaky stuff. I've seen flaky stuff. Are you with me? I'm not talking about flaky stuff or weird stuff or getting all weirded out. Now, now, granted, you're going to be different because we're different than the world, but we don't have to be weird. Different, but we don't have to be weird. Are you all with me? All right, now, when I was pastoring, I really, really, you know, God was doing such good things. I, had, I was so mean, I go like, you know what? I'm going to go, and I've shared this story before. I'm going to go in my prayer closet, and I'm just going to pray in the Spirit. I'm going to pray for the service. And, 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 and I normally do that. Now, in this case, it's very different. I think I was in there for about three hours, just, just praying for the service, praying in tongues, just praying and praying. And I normally don't, don't do that long, but that was something I really felt like. And I come out and wanted to do Came out of the closet, and I went, man, it's going to be a humdinger tomorrow. You know what I mean, a humdinger? It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be off. It's going to be off the chains. That's what I mean by humdinger. It's a Tennessee colloquial term, meaning it's going to be good. All right, so I, I man, I wake up, I'm all pumped, three hours, man, in there, and I'm like, we got the praise team, we're praying. I'm like, I can't wait to preach, my God. My God prayed for the service, it's going to be awesome, and preached the word of God and waited on God, waited on God, and waited, and waited, and waited. And if we had one little drop of glory, that's all we got. And I walked away so disappointed. The word was good, but that was it. And I'm like, God, my gosh, are you kidding me? Three hours of prayer, and, and you didn't, God, what is up with this? And it was maybe a month later, two months later, a week later, two weeks later. I'm not good with time. A little bit after. And I prayed for the service, but I got I got to my office, but I just, I didn't pray enough. Well, it's too late. The service is going to start. So I got on my face, carpet on the floor, spread out, and I went, God, I did pray for the service, but in my spirit, I didn't pray enough. So, Lord, all I know to say is, is I humble myself before you. I'm asking for your grace to minister to the spirits, their souls, and their bodies. Lord, it, without you, it's just not going to happen. Got up there, preached. Family of God, it was a blowout. We had so many things happen, and the whole church was pumped. They're like, God, did you see what God did? Do you sense God? Do you see how God operated? Do you see what, how God did a miracle here, what he did there? And my church is pumped, right? But the pastor is walking to my office going, I don't get it. I don't get it. God, I don't get it. I spent three hours in the prayer closet. I mean, you didn't hardly do anything. I didn't pray enough, and you pour out your spirit. God, I don't get it. I, I know you're telling me not to pray. I don't get it. And God's so good. Now, let's listen and learn. God said, your prayer makes tremendous power available, but it is released through your humility. I don't think like that. that. That just was God. See, I will instruct you and teach you. That's God instructing. So what God's saying is, hey, yeah, you need to spend time in your prayer closet, but then go to the service completely humble and completely relying upon me like you didn't pray. 
And that, because you know what would happen? And I know this. If God moved when I prayed three hours, people would have said, look what God did. You know, and I know what I said. Man, you know, I spent three hours in the prayer closet. And without knowing, I would have took the glory. And, and not on purpose. Not on purpose. But with hindsight, I know that's what would have happened. So God protected me. And so when God moved in, it's like, he's good, isn't he? You see, nothing can, nothing can go this way. And so when you pray like that, though God moves because you're humble, nothing goes this way. Boy, God just good. Isn't God just good? Thank God for the anointing. Thank God for prayer. Isn't that awesome? Just sharing, just sharing these, you know, these, these stories. I got another one for you. Uh, I was invited. This is a God thing where uh, uh, this pastor in uh, Ridgely, Ridgely, Tennessee, real small community, real small. They got one red light and it blinks. It's small. It's, you know, 522 and a half. So, Luke, you know, I don't know. I mean, they got it's real small. And so I, I drive up and the church is in the middle of a cornfield. The middle of a cornfield. And I'm like, oh, dear God, Jesus. And, and how the door opened was someone gave this pastor some tapes that I did in New Mexico on offenses. And they said, you need to hear this guy. He's a Ramograd like you are and have him over. Well, he didn't know how to get a hold of me. He was looking for me for uh, quite some time. And I happened to go to a meeting that he was at. And he goes, hey, I've been, I've been trying to get a hold of you. I didn't know how. Really? Yeah, some tapes were given to me on offenses. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Well, come on over. Well, there I'm now in the middle of the cornfield. And I go, God, what in the world am I doing? What am I doing here? And the Lord said, you go where I send you. Yes, sir, I'm sorry. We got that straightened out. And we had some things happen. Well, then I was back there second year, third year. And in the, in the first service was a good service. But gosh, it just the Spirit of God just didn't manifest in a way that I just like, wow, there should have been more. So, you know, I'm getting ready that afternoon, getting for that, e for that evening service, and I'm driving. And it, the, Lord, the Lord spoke to me and said, are you going to do this? In other words, am I going to make the Spirit of God move? Are you going to do this? No. No. So just rest in me. You're not going to do it. Just rest in me. Because, you know, you kind of get worked up with, worked up, but we're going we're gonna, to, worked up, we're going to have a miracle service. Worked up, we're going to have a Holy Ghost service. You get all worked up about it, and it's more you than God. Okay, God, I'll just rest. <laughs> it was a blowout again, man. It's just God moves, God operates. So I'm like, well, lesson learned. Because see, if we try to work it by our flesh, we'll get in trouble. You can't work it. You stay sensitive, you, you, you're prayed up, you're ready, you be open to the Spirit of God, and you get that leading, that inclination, you act on it, but you can't just make the gifts like, well, you know, I'm just gonna call, I'm just gonna call, I'm just gonna call out any condition, and they'll think it's the gift spirit, and maybe it'll be an operate. No, 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 no. That's dangerous. That that is not what you that is not what you want to do. All right, so I like that in Psalms. So take a hold of that. God will instruct you. God will teach you. God will guide you into the way you should go. Amen. And everyone can do miracles. You don't have to be called in the ministry to do a miracle. You can do a miracle. It's reading the scripture. It's like it's acting on God. Uh, you could be at the grocery store and God says, I want you to pray for that person right there. You just be obedient. You take the step of faith and you do that. And then let, let God move, let God operate, and, and let God bring the healing to them. So I'm just saying these experiences so that it's, it's not, listen, I promise you, 
I'm just human. I got a call. There's nothing special about me whatsoever in any shape, in any form. I just love Christ. I got a call. You got a call. Let's operate in our place, and we can do good things by the Spirit of God for people and teach the Word. So look going like, wow. No, no. My heart's available. You make your heart available, that's it. That's all God's looking for. And then God does the activity. Doesn't the Bible say the gifts of the Spirit operate as He wills? Let's go, come over here to 1 Corinthians. And, uh, and I think I can get into this other part that I want to I get there. 1 Corinthians 12, let's read that. 1 Corinthians 12, 1. I'll just bring out a few little highlights. 1 Corinthians 12, 1. 1 Corinthians 12, 1. Now concerning spirituals or spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. All right? So God does not want us to be ignorant about the gifts of the Spirit. He wants us to learn them, to know about them. And, uh, man, you, there's different books on the gifts of the Spirit. You got your pastor believes in them, you know, teachings on it, all those kind of things. Now jump down to verse 11. Talk about the nine gifts of the Spirit. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Well, so you got a gift. One of those nine is yours somewhere. And probably more than one. But one of those nine is yours. The Spirit of God distributes it to you, and it's like he activates things. I remember going to a Bible study. I mean, just born again, say, Bible study, and I, I hear in my heart, there's someone, there was a lady here with an ailment. And I said, hey, there's a lady here with an ailment. And the lady goes, that's me. She says, when I was driving, I said, God, I need to know that you know where I'm at, that this is real. Just reveal it to somebody. All he said was, lady, here's got an ailment. So we prayed for her. I did not initiate. I didn't start that. He did. Because that was God's gift that he wanted me to operate in. So when God has a gift for you, he'll, he'll initiate it. He'll operate it. He'll begin to use it into your life. But maybe it's healing. I mean, it's a word of knowledge. Uh, I know people have discerning of spirits. I love, I love these people. They see angels, man. I'm like, wow, wow, y'all saw I need really? <laughs> Tell me about it, man. What that angel look like? I, can't, I, don't, I haven't seen it. I, I saw one thing kind of like an angel. I, I'll tell that story in a second. And I'm just like, wow, tell me what you saw. And they'll tell you what you saw. Well, it was this angel, you know, right? And it was like big old, you know. And then I, and I'm like, wow, that is so cool. They have discerning of spirits. They, go, they see it all the time. It's almost like, it's like common hat to them. They see it. I, and I, I, I just so, I want to I know what the angels were doing, what they were saying, what was going on. And, and you know, all the time I, 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 I know is... Uh, I've been praying, and I taught this story here before because my schedule was so busy that when you become physically tired, it can affect you spiritually. So I'm like, Lord, I'm an inspirational type minister, teacher, preacher, and if I keep going this way, it's, I'm going to dry up, and this just can't happen. Lord, breathe on me. Give me fresh wind. Anoint me with fresh oil. Been praying that way for about a month. I was up in uh, Willows, California, and, and, man, they started the service, and God came down. And from the inside of my spirit to my soul to my body, I became filled with God. It was God. Now, these are the activities of God. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is it. This is what, this is what I've been praying for. And I just got filled. And they had this lady I call her the prophet lady. Her name's Anita Weiss, the prophet lady. And I've seen her operate for years. And so she's operating. She goes, you know, she, you know what she told me? 
says, in our altar calls, Brother David, no one works the altar calls. I see Jesus walking in between people and, and operating the altar call. Just Jesus, not people. I go, really? God, I want, it. I want that altar call. I want to be in that thing. I go, where do we go? <laughs> she sits her again. Well, then she, she would, you know, I'm just getting so filled. And, uh, and, and, and I was in the chair. And then it's like, it was with the eye of my spirit now. It wasn't real clear. It's the eye of my spirit. And, and I saw like angel wings go like this, that, that, that. Now, not like on a TV. Some people see it that way, but it wasn't like that. It was the eye, in other words, I saw everything in front of me, but it's like with the eye of my spirit, I could see those wings come forward back. And, and, and I'm thinking, wow. I mean, wow, is that, a, that is an angel? That's kind of cool, you know. And then the prophet lady goes, I'm seeing angels. And they're stirring up the atmosphere. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I saw one there. Uh, and so I said, well, I, I said, Anita, you see angels. Uh, 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 how do they stir up the atmosphere? She said, well, some angels have wings, some don't. I go, I get that. She goes, how do they stir up the atmosphere? She said, with their wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a God moment. Now, once again, it's not because I'm special. I just praying, Lord, I need a man. And so God then did that. And then God then God whistles in my ear and he tells me there's, well, no, no. Then she says, oh, I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a purple, I see a, a purple cloud and I see these little sparkly things coming down from the cloud. What do you think that is? The Shekinah glory. She just explained it the way she's seen it. And she's seen it come down. And so then she goes, Brother David, if you're okay with this, there's a cloud right here, and it's for you. Are you okay to come up here? See, she's very respectful. I go, oh, absolutely. So I jump up there, and then she says, authority by the Spirit. She said, uh, I won't get exact words, but i be close. She goes, receive from the atmosphere of heaven. And I'm like, okay, wow. And then I remember the Bible said, open your mouth wide, and I'll feel it. So I went, well, that's what the Bible says. Open your mouth wide. So I opened my mouth wide, man, so he could fill me up. And so and he did. So I went, I went out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And then God starts speaking. He goes, there's somebody here that's got some ear problems I want you to pray for. Prophet Lee, come on, because is God telling you to do something? Yeah. See, it was that kind of a service. God say something, the prophet would confirm it. God would say something, the prophet would confirm it. It was just one of those supernatural demonstrations of the Spirit of God in manifestation. Prayed for the lady. Later on, she had some horrific problems and found out later on she got healed by the power of God. Healed by the power of God. And she had some real issues with her ears where there was operations and things like that. Just tremendous. Now, I'm just sharing a bunch of stories. Not for me. Because I told God, I, don't, I want you to be glorified. I'm sharing these stories to show you how the Spirit of God activates and teaches and shows us things. Listen, you could be in a service and the Holy Ghost will say, the healing anointing's here. And it's go, the healing anointing's here. And you're going, ah, I'm learning right there. I'm being taught right there. I sensed it right. I, I got it right. And you may hear bad, uh, uh, dealing with the back and they call it, oh, I, I got the same word of knowledge. I got, wow, I'm learning how to hear from the Spirit of God. And by the way, there is somebody here or a few people here and it's your lower back 
and especially in the right part of your lower back. And what I kept, it's like it catches. I don't know what the heck that means, but it's like it catches. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't explain it that way, but that's the way that I was hearing it. The lower your back, more on the right side, it's like that back catches. That's the only way I know to explain it. So is that you, ma'am? That you? That you? That you? That you? That you? Does God know what he's doing or what? Now, well, let's not, let's not wait on it. Come on, come on up here. Let's lay hands on you. And you don't need to move the pulpit. We're good. So just line up there. All right, now, you know as well as I do that I, I don't know. I, I would not have used the word catch. I don't know what the heck that means. Something. But evidently, you know what it means in regard to how your body reacts. So it's the lower back, and especially regarding to the right side, and it's like it catches. All right. Now, I'm going to say this. If anyone has a spine problem of any kind, I want you to come up here. A spine problem of any kind, neck, in between the shoulders, fused disc, dislocated disc, curvature of the spine, whatever it is, come on up here. Anything with the spine. Now, I want to pray for those with the back first. So get on the outside, those with the spine deal, okay? Oh, you're good, you're good, just as long as you're not in between so I can kind of get this thing straight. Praise the Lord. All right, now, let me ask you something. Is God here? Yes. He is, isn't he? Is he in manifestation? He is, isn't he? I sense him in a real good measure. All right, so we're going to do what Jesus said, lay hands on the sick and they recover. No more, no, no more, no less. And, and is that ready for me now? Is that thing ready for me now? All right. I'm the healer. I'm the delivery guy. I'm the, I'm the GPS. God's delivery service. And so all I'm going to do is be a servant. Lay hands upon you that Christ may touch your body and release his, now listen, release his healing anointing into your body. Father, in Jesus' name, that's all it takes. Father, in Jesus' name, we command that back to be healed, the muscles to relax. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now we also take authority over headaches or migraines in the name of Jesus. Take authority over headaches or migraines in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. That was it right there. That was it. In Jesus' name. Now just receive. Please don't pray right now. Just receive, please. Yeah. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Let her don't let her sit down. In Jesus' name. 
healing. Any struggles that you're having, God is letting you know, I'm big enough to handle them. No matter what they are or how persistent or how difficult. Don't stay hooked in with, I can't, I can't, I can't. But be hooked in with, you can do all things through me. You can do all things through me. You can do all things through me. You can do all, you can, you can, you can do all things through me. You're going to have to reprogram your believing and your speaking and your thinking. But you'll see me operate. You'll see me do things you thought that were not possible. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Healing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You got a healing song somewhere, Clayton? Bring up a healing song. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, now, were you able to touch your toes or anything like that? What could? What, what, what was difficult? That healing I am the Lord. Oh, oh I, I see, I see. But you're not in pain now? Okay, that's awesome. All right, then you got to pain. All right, good. In Jesus' name. All right, now the others, the spine, right? The spine, the spine, the spine. Family God, come on, let's worship the Lord just for a second, please. Just for a second. Lord, we agree with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now we're going to lay hands on you in regard to your spine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Father, I'm agreement. Thank you for that healing anointing. Thank you, this working. Thank you, God, is healing the spine. In Jesus' name, thank you, is healing the spine. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I am the Lord, your healer. Yeah, that's right. I love you enough to do I this. am the God. Forget your past. That he the things of your me. past or not does not make me do or I not am do. the Lord, your healer. Receive forgiveness. Receive forgiveness. You just love on I me and keep growing in me. You're not going to be perfect. Just keep growing in me. In Jesus' name. I am the Lord, In the name healer. of Jesus, healer. In the name of Jesus, healing to your body, healing to your spine, sir. That he led you. I am oh, the Lord, awesome, awesome. Yeah. That's it, Clayton. Come on, man. That's it. That's it. Come on, Clayton. I said my word and heal your disease. In the name of Jesus, healing to your body. I am the Lord, your in Jesus' name. Oh, I am the God that he In Jesus' name. your word and heal my disease. I am the Lord, your healer. I have a question for you. He is able. He is more than able. 
accomplish what concerns you today. He is able. He is more than able to handle anything that has come our way. He is able. It's a, it's a done. Man, it is done. It's over. Those things are through. In the name of Jesus, it's true. 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 Right now, you can sit down for a moment. And, uh, well, I'm not going to teach on what I thought I was going to teach on. It happens to me here all the time. But I am going, but I do have instruction, but I do have instruction of something we can do, okay? So I'm going to share that with you and we'll be through. And brother, I'm so sorry. I kept you busy doing all this stuff. We didn't even get into the teaching, man. Happens to me here all the time. It's okay. I love it. I like, don't you like it when God has his way? Now we're going to do something. The Bible says to let our requests be made known to God with thanksgiving. So all of us are going to thank God in advance that we're healed thank and the healing Lord. power of God is working mightily in me. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You all did receive the healing anointing. Now, what keeps it activated is your confession. Father, I thank you I'm healed. Whether it, whether it leads or persists, I thank you I'm healed. Father, I thank you for the healing power of God that's working in me. My, what's up, sir? Oh, really? That, wow. You couldn't do it. And now, that's really good. Awesome. Lord's good, brother. Lord's good. Amen. That, oh, did you see? Is that, is, that, is that your wife? Is that your wife? Oh, I love your expression. She goes, <laughs> well, that, 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 that tells the story. That you were the confirmation of that story. That was awesome. Now, now listen. Now, now. Yeah, he says I want to do that again. Yeah, you go right ahead, bro. You go right ahead. God's good, isn't he? Now, now, are you ready for this? Any one of you could have done just what I did. See, I, I don't want you like, oh, you know, wow, it's Reverend Husky. No, 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 no. Five, we got, no, 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 no. Just stepped into God. It's just, it, it's just, it's the giftings of God. Anyone can operate this way. Now, yours might be different. You with me? Now, uh, uh, but everyone can pray for the sick and lay hands on them, inspect them to be healed. Now, granted, there's some office is going to have more of that more of that activity, but every Christian can operate in that kind of a thing. So don't sit there going, oh my God, it'd be so great if I could do that. No, don't think that way. You can do that. Well, I can tell that's flying over like a <laughs> lead balloon. Yeah, it really did. For most of you, it really did. It's tough on your thinking. But that just stay with it. Just stay with it and let it have place and have expression and, and you know, and there we go. You know, i tell you... Um, it's a little bit of my heart here. I, I, I really hate sickness and disease. I really do. 
I mean, I hate it with a passion. And uh, you see some people that are really in real, real dire need of a miracle. And at times they'll get them, and there's times where you don't see the immediate manifestation, things like that. And, and I just, my heart just bleeds. I, will, I go, God, you know, greater things need to happen. And help us to be able to do that. I remember when Teresa was healed, when Teresa got healed, made me know about Teresa's, we did that, uh, we did that, um, that revival that happened. Now, it was what, I think it was the first week we extended it, I think. Yeah, okay. First week we extended it. And um, it was just one of the, just one of the greater miracles I've seen instantly done, where she was blind from a brain tumor, her eyes opened, the, her husband had to walk her in. She walked out seeing and came every service on her own. And I would just get off the side and I would just stare at her. And in my heart, I go, God, look what you did. Look what you did. Look what you did. Look at her. She can see. She's healed of that brain tumor. She's well. Lord, look what you did. Do more of it, Father. Do more of it. To your honor and your glory, do more of it. I don't want any glory. I want God to get it all. I could care less if I get attention or not. I could care less, really, even if it's me or not, as long as someone gets a miracle. I like being used, but just so someone can get that miracle. Are y'all with me? Yes. And so, anyway, now, this, this is my closing, and this is God's activity here. Go to uh, Acts chapter... Acts chapter 4, we'll go to verse 23, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something that we all can do. We can pray this and, and, uh, and begin to activate through prayer the activity, the manifestations of the Spirit of God. So Acts chapter 4, now, you know, well, we love Acts, right? I, I love Acts. I like reading Acts. I, these guys are just all, they're just, just, just so connected to the Holy Ghost, such followers of Jesus and all that. And, and, uh, and, and I read, and, and, and what happened was pressure was put on them. The religious people said, now, why do you keep putting the name of Jesus on us that we killed that man? You need to stop this and stop it now. And they go, well, whether, it's, whether we should be obedient to you, man or God, let you know we're going to be obedient to God, not man. And so then, you know, they, they, they sent them out and they said, don't you teach anymore in that name? So they're putting pressure. They're putting pressure on the miracles, putting pressure on the anointing, putting pressure on the name of Jesus. See, Satan puts pressure on the anointing all the time. Religious people don't like it. That's why when it comes into manifestation, if they have a heart for God, they'll go with it, though they don't understand it. But if they don't have a heart towards God, they'll leave mad because you operated in the anointing. Tell me that ain't true. It's a religious spirit. You stirred the thing up. But if they get a heart for God, man, they're going to be like, you know, I don't understand this thing completely, but boy, something's going on here, and I want to learn more about this thing. Right. Now, so here we go in Acts chapter 4, verse 20, 23. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all the chief priests and elders said. And when they heard that, now watch this, they raised their voice. It wasn't an inside heart prayer. They prayed out 
to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God. You made heaven and earth and the sea and all that's in them. So who by the mouth of your servant David has said, Why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand. The rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles, the people of Israel, gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats. And grant. Well, now I thought they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they had, they were told to lay hands on the sick. The signs would follow them that believed. That's true, but they still were praying to keep this thing activated under pressure. And grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. See, it's to speak your word. Well, what's going to do that? By stretching out your hand to heal. Father, grant boldness that your word can be preached by stretching out your hand to heal. Because they did a miracle on a man that was 40 years old that never had walked. And when they looked at the man, they couldn't say nothing. A miracle was done. They couldn't say anything. You think someone would turn their heart towards God after that, don't you? Not that religious group. They, they wanted their power. They wanted, to, their want, they wanted their religious way of things, and they didn't want to be humble enough to change it, and they fought against the anointing to keep their position of religion. It was self. They became jealous of Jesus. That's why they put him on the cross, lied about him. And you, you remember, what's Lazarus? Not Lazarus. No, no, I'm thinking, I'm, I, I'm just, dear Lord Jesus, Father God, help me. The, the, one, the one with the bosom went down that had the... the, 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 the Lazarus. What's his name? The rich ruler and Lazarus. The rich man and? Lazarus. His name was Lazarus. Oh, okay, I got it right then. <laughs> yeah, okay, the poor man. Well, there's two Lazarus. This is the poor man Lazarus. Poor man Lazarus. The poor man Lazarus. So I did get it right. Lazarus poor. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Okay. <laughs> So when he was down there, he's, you know, and he was having this conversation, he said, now, Lord, he, you know, uh, 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 let me come back and tell my brothers. Let me tell my brothers so they don't end up in this horrible place of torment. And, and Abraham, and the God's voice came back and said, though a man came back from the dead, if they don't believe the word of Moses, they won't believe that. Yeah. Then Jesus was died, crucified in front of their eyes, and was put into a tomb that they put a marking on, guarded, guarded by the Roman soldiers with a seal, and the thing opened up. And they came back and they said, hey man, that, that thing moved, there was an earthquake and there was angels, and they paid them to lie. We're not going to receive Christ. We're not going to receive that gift. The one were raised from the dead. They still won't receive, and they didn't. And they knew he was raised from the dead. They knew that activity. You will give you money, just lie. You self-deceived bunch of hypocrites, you. I'm, I need to calm down. I'm feeling like John Wayne. I'm going to pull out my six-shooter here in a second. All right, let's come back. Verse 29, Acts 4. Now, Lord, look on their threats. Grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal. Now watch. And that signs and wonders may be done through the name 
of your holy servant Jesus. What a prayer. So I encourage you, pray that prayer. You want to see these things in manifestation? Start praying that prayer, okay? And then, now go over to Acts chapter 5, and then we will see the manifestation. Acts chapter 5, verse 12. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch, yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on the beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people, those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all. And they were there's the manifestation of the prayer in Acts chapter 4. Awesome, isn't it? So I just, I'm just sharing that with you. Get a hold of that. If you want to see these things in manifestation, get a hold of that prayer and start praying that prayer for your ministry, for your own life, for your church. Start praying that prayer. These things become, that these things will become into manifestation. All right, did y'all get something? Yeah. yeah amen. It was fun. It was fun. Now, all I know to tell you is, man, the sermon I had lined out, boy, it was off the charts, man. I'm telling you. Maybe we'll get another chance. Now, I'm going to give some things away. I'm going to give away all the books that I have. Overcoming Offenses. What? Good book. Good book. It's a fabulous book. I, this thing is in its seventh printing. This is, my, this is the rabbit trail. This is the assignment God has put me on. This is a $3 investment that will pay back to you millions. You think I'm kidding. Go see a psychologist, $3. And I've had people tell me, man, I get reports all the time. Leaders of churches going, Reverend David, you don't know, I read that book over and over and over, and I'm where I'm at today because I read that book and I chose to get out of an offense. This is one of the main things the devil uses as offense against you and me. Listen, I had to reread my, re -read my book five years ago. <laughs> reread the thing I wrote. But I didn't write it. I looked and I went, wow, look what God did. $3 investment. Who'd like to say $3? I'll give it to you. Yeah. Oh, it's the wife that smiled. Yeah, and the husband that got healed. Okay, it's yours. And then we have one called Heaven and Earth. This deals with God's point of view about death. It's got given to you by when someone dies in a family, that family is now the greatest opportunity to bring Christ to them. Now they're very open to Christ. And so it deals with, in God's point of view, like, for example, to die is gain. Uh, how precious the sight of God is the death of his saints. I gave the story about my mom when my mom passed. And I was talking to God about it. I knew she was going to pass, and she did. I'm like, it's your mom, you know. Well, God, you know this, that. You know what the Lord told me? He said, well, she had a good day. <laughs> now, th now think, heaven, nursing home. And you got out of nursing home into heaven. I, I don't know about you, but I think she called that a pretty good day. See, that's God's perspective. So who could use this on maybe someone that maybe passed or you could help them? There you go. Good catch. Wow. And then we got one called The Finisher's Destiny, a 31-day devotional. And all it takes is four to five minutes a day. Now, 
Here's reports I get in spin. I don't know how long, eight years, ten, I don't know. But this report I get on this. It's simple but meaty. So if you're a developed Christian, it's still, it's still got good stuff with it. But it's, it's geared towards to help me to be finished-minded. That when things become difficult, I need to be heavenly-minded so I can finish my course in God. And so this just gives practical ways of doing that, that that can happen. And ma'am, I'm sorry, she raised her hand there. So I'm going to give that to you. And will you please read it? Just when you give things away, people treat it lightly. But if you make them pay for it, they'll read it. 